0: Today, citing numerous sources, Rimbache explained the benefits of the mind that aspires to enlightenment and all of the stages necessary to achieve that Great Realization. <laughs>
1: Chukye ritual. a mm-hmm. 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 Toges mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so? so. so. was so. what the Maribel? Lesser. What the mother Tuges won't cut out the Lenoir? Lesser, not cut out the ma, Lesser. And you three olha tama nibadul do nibba nibba tubo manya gaso cholo ni chinde seje la manya julo la ba dama jowa yendo tesa made julo la ba ni de do
0: okay so once again we're looking at uh, la manson capas Great Treatise on the Stage of the Path to Enlightenment, and specifically the section on training the mind in the stage of the path uh, for beings of great capacity. Um, And in that section, when we look at the overall outline, uh, we'll see that Lama Tsongkhapa's own outline breaks that into three categories. Uh, The first category is showing that developing the spirit of enlightenment, or developing bodhicitta, is the only entrance into the Mahayana, so the only doorway into the great vehicle practice. The second category is um, how you develop the spirit of enlightenment, uh, how you develop bodhicitta. And then the third category is once you have how you learn the bodhisattva deeds. So, how you learn the, the bodhisattva deeds after having developed the spirit of enlightenment or after having developed bodhicitta. Um, so, bodhicitta is a note, is a Sanskrit word. Um, we translate it into English as the mind that aspires to enlightenment, also the spirit of awakening is the translation that they've chosen here. So you'll hear that word, those words used, but it all means the same thing. Bodhicitta, mind that aspires to enlightenment, spirit of awakening. So in those three categories, um, you, when you uh, move uh, through, through the outline, um, you'll find that then there is a breakdown of uh, under the second heading of how you develop the spirit of enlightenment, uh, there are four categories. And we're actually in the fourth, but the four are how the spirit of enlightenment depends on causes to arise. And then the second category are the stages uh, in, in which you train in order in the uh, in training in the spirit of enlightenment, or the stages of the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, the third category is the measure of producing bodhicitta, or the spirit of enlightenment. And then the fourth category, which is the one that we're dealing with now, deals with the ritual uh, for getting the bodhisattva vow. So how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment through its ritual. Uh, so, Uh, if that's the section that we're going to be in so it's the fourth category under the second category Um, and so the ritual section begins on page
1: 61 Um, and uh, okay so that Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, then
0: the this, this section that we're um, So we're dealing with that fourth category of the actual uh, ritual And when we, let me just go through There's one more outline piece, just one moment Anyway, just give me one moment. Okay, so there are three categories when we look at the major heading of how to adopt the spirit of enlightenment through its ritual. Uh, So the first is attaining that which you have not attained, um, so uh, acquiring those things which are needed that you have not already acquired. The, The second is maintaining and not weakening that which you have attained. And then the third category is the method of repairing the spirit of enlightenment if you do weaken it. Uh, So if you um, break any of the bodhisattva vows or if you waver on any of the advices related to uh, the the aspirational bodhicitta, then how do you repair that? Um, uh, So what do you do? Uh, so we're today, uh, Rinpoche said, going to begin with maintaining and not weakening uh, what you have attained. So that's the actual second category. Uh, so that's where we're going to begin. And in English, that's on page 69. Uh, so the section begins, um, of the ritual section begins on 61, but we've covered some of that material already uh, up through now to the second category of... Uh, Maintaining and not weakening what you have attained. Deedsung, Kanga Lawson. Oh, yeah. Chanka
1: Kung. Then you were two bomb men Haja Sheba shall es. us. And the Sangal Haja to Shebu is. Lesser. Sheba so. shall give us. Lesser. Santu so. Sangal Haja, la. Lesser. Send so. Less her Santia so. men of us. You so. are I <laughs> the <laughs> 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 So a and J'ai dit que c'était un peu plus la maison. Je suis venu à la maison. Je suis venu à la maison. Je suis venu Less so.
0: Okay, so looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's outline it's a, uh, so when we read maintaining and not weakening what you have attained you need to know the precepts so I will adv- explain them this has two parts and again, uh, the word precepts here it can also be translated as advices um, so it's just be careful not to confuse this word that's being translated as precept with vow, um, because it's a completely different thing that was being spoken of. A precept, in this case, is more literally translated as an advice. Um, But advice doesn't give it the potency that it needs to have either. So it's kind of, if you could have a word in English that was between advice and a a commitment or a or a, a vow... That's what this is referring to. It's very strong uh, advice that you have to heed. It's kind of like I advise you not to jump off of that cliff. It's kind of that kind of advice that is when they use this word advice. So that's why they've chosen to translate it as precept, b- to give it the weight that it deserves, but it shouldn't be confused with vow. It's a totally different situation. You don't take a precept in the sense, like you take a vow.
1: So uh,
0: I will explain this. This has two parts. In my mind I translated this all for you. Uh, (laughs) The training in the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime. So uh, training in the advice that makes it so you don't weaken your bodhicitta. So th- you see how the word advice can be used here. So what advice can you be given so that your bodhicitta doesn't weaken? So the precepts that you train in that cause you not, not to, to make you have less bodhicitta, The training and the precepts that cause you not to separate from your spirit of enlightenment in future lifetimes as well. So training and the precepts are advices that create the throwing karma or the propelling karma that allow you uh, to not separate from bodhicitta in your future life. Um, So what what you're advised to do so that in your next life you still have your bodhicitta. Um, So that's the second part. Now, uh, the first part, training and the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime, there are four points. So it says the training the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime has four parts. First, the training and the precept to recall the benefits of the spirit of enlightenment in order to increase the strength of your enthusiasm for it. So thinking again and again of the benefits of bodhicitta, and by doing so, this will want, make you want to practice it. This will cause you to be enthusiastic about the spirit of awakening, if you know the benefits of it. Uh, number two, training in the precept to generate the spirit of enlightenment six times each day in order to increase the actual spirit of enlightenment. This is recalling at six specific times at, during the day, spread out the mind that aspires to enlightenment as a, a way to remain mindful uh, of that bodhicitta, that uh, your, um, uh, that mind that aspires to enlightenment, that is your primary aspiration or primary goal. The goal to become a Buddha um, um, is your primary goal. And if you remind yourself six times a day, that causes that mindfulness not to wait, weaken. Uh, Number three, the training in the precept not to mentally abandon the living beings for whose sake you develop the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, So this is the training in the precept or advice that makes it so you mentally don't abandon any sentient being, so that all sentient beings remain your focus. So this is the advice that makes it so all sentient beings remain your focus. Uh, And then... The fourth is the training in the precept to accumulate the collections of merit and sublime wisdom. One has to, in order to become a Buddha, have the collection of merit and have a collection of sublime wisdom. So what advice is given here uh, um, related to that accumulation? Um, so what bodhi- in the bodhisattva advices, what ad- this specific advice relates to the amassing of those collections that are necessary to amass to become Buddha. Okay.
1: Decentralization. I don't know the let <laughs> 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 Shanto Sanbent, Dumbu Govindu, Jeeva Suman Yaras, Dumbu Govindu, Nderende.
0: This Shada K Chempo, the Beacham mumble the Ah,
1: Dumbu Govindu, Nderle, Jeeva Suman, Doo Jermachi, Aley, Then Nol Yaras,
0: So, okay, Jee. So, there are the training and the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime. We saw there were four categories. So we're going to begin with the first category, the training in the precept to recall the benefits of the Spirit of Enlightenment in order to increase the strength of your enthusiasm for it. Um, So think about the benefits of the Spirit of Enlightenment after you have either researched them in the sutras or listened to them from your guru. They are explained in detail in the array of stock sutras, so look there. Um, So... Here, Lama Tsongkhapa is stating that the benefits of bodhicitta, or the spirit of enlightenment, are mentioned in many, many sutras. Uh, This is a theme uh, that you can find throughout the sutra teachings. Uh, And and then Lama Tsongkhapa gives an example of a specific sutra that you can find these benefits in. And now Rinpoche said, uh, "This is the sutra." Mm. So. Here the pronouncements of here it's saying that in the pronouncements of Lord Buddha there are many many different examples of the benefits. But the array of uh, stock sutra is an example that Lama Tsongkhapa can specifically point out.
1: Um, so this is the
0: um, this is the actual array of stock sutra that can be found in the the Kangjir, so behind us, we have the kāngjur, which are the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, and the Tanjur, which are the authentic Indian commentaries. This text falls under the co- uh, category of the kāngjur, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, and it's under penchun jāni jājū
1: Nicha Nijjādru? Nicha dru.
0: Okay, so we have uh, in a pension ni uh, So we find the uh, that's where we find the array of stock yeah. sutra uh, in the Kangjir teachings.
1: Yeah, uh, mm. So
0: we find uh, this sutra mentioned a lot um, in various texts. It's mentioned in. I I even said it to Rinpoche. This sutra is constantly mentioned. Uh, So that's the sutra that's being spoken of, and we have it here. I don't believe it's in English yet, but we
1: have it in Tibetan. (laughs) Santu <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. Um,
0: so we find um, in many sources. Uh, where these benefits of the mind that aspires to enlightenment are presented. In uh, Panchen Sonandrapa's General Meaning of Perfection, uh, we find these benefits. Um, uh, so uh, we find those benefits. And then in the Shanti Deva's Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, We find it pointed out where it states that the moment that this precious mind that aspires to enlightenment awakens, this um, being becomes called a bodhisattva. Um, And and when he or she becomes a bodhisattva, he or she is worthy of homage um, throughout all world systems by all beings. So the gods and the humans all bow down to that being. So the moment that a being, it's not an exact translation, I'll find it, it's right here, but it's a big book. Uh, So the moment that this precious mind awakens, that being is a bodhisattva, and then becomes uh, an object of observation of homage for all beings. Uh, So that's a quote from the Bodhichara Avatara, um, and it, Diksa.
1: so the mind that aspires
0: to enlightenment uh uh here it is the moment an awakening mind arises in those fettered and weak in the jail of cyclic existence they become named a son of the sugatas, a Bodhisattva, and will be revered by both men and gods of the world uh, so so um so we find we find uh um this
1: pointed out then the cheek jason so uh all six realms of cyclic existence uh
0: we we find bodhisattvas uh, in all six realms of cyclic existence, we find examples of rabbits uh, and lo, sena Ngijason, lo? No, nangaro, nangaro. Oh, and not, na- oh, lo, lo, lo. Uh, nagas, exam- examples of nagas that are bodhisattvas and rabbits that are bodhisattvas. So we find uh, these basis, um suitable, uh, for a bodhisattva. All basis suitable for a bodhisattva, all bases suitable for a bodhisattva. And so there are many, uh, These are the many benefits that are stated.
1: These are where the many benefits. Uh, are
0: Even Buddha Shakyamuni in his previous life. Uh, attained the mind that aspires to enlightenment in the hell realm. Um, And as a result of the incredible merit that was created um, by this strong mind in the hell realm, he immediately was uh, um, died, hit on the head and died, and then was born in the higher realms of cyclic existence um, because his karma was washed the minute that that strong mind arose and he was born the hlai, had the, the human
1: and God, a little higher realms. Geeksome. Oh, yeah. What do you say, Julie? Just one, huh? Shouldn't you say, Junna KJ, Junna Dominata? No, this is not a situation. You are by in there, Shouldn't and this is not a situation. This is just a chance. This is not a situation. You didn't have much of So
0: So the moment an awakening mind arises, this is again from uh, Shantideva's guide to the Bodhisattva's way of life. The moment an awakening mind arises, so the moment that bodhicitta, the spirit of awakening arises, uh, in, in those fettered and weak in the jail of cyclic existence, so it says, in anyone's mind, in anywhere in cyclic existence, so uh, we, fo- they will be named a son of the Sukatas and will be revered by both men and gods of the world. So, uh, even if a hell being in the hell realm uh, um, generates this mind that aspires to enlightenment, he or she then becomes named son of the Sugatas, which is another name for bodhisattva, Um, and at that point will be revered by men and gods of the world. So even the higher realm deities at that moment bow down to the being in the hell realm if he or she generates bodhicitta. So I'll read it one more time. The moment an awakening mind arises in those fettered and weak in the jail of cyclic existence, they will be named a son of the Sugatas, and will be revered by both men and gods of the world uh, actually it doesn't need to be translated as a son of the sukatas it can be ch- it's just child it's boo uh, so it can be a child of the sukatas is fine
1: oh, it's same. Same.
0: It's child of sukatas <laughs>
1: deno dobo göbindol jemang lesser Tell a young parent to what be, Shaju the teaching the and the to what to be, Shaju, sent Tabo. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Less so Less so.
0: so going back to the lamrim chemo think about the benefits of the spirit of enlightenment after you have either researched them in the sutras or listened to them from your guru they are explained in detail in the array of stock sutras so look there uh, so here we have the array of stock sutras Rinpoche pointed out and he said that in the future he'll um, he's gonna go you know read it privately and then in the future he'll also um, go over in class with us um, in in hopefully, I can bring it into English, uh, whatever he's going to present, uh, so that Rinpoche said in the future he will do that, um, but for now, he wants to just point out that this is the specific text that's being spoken of with the numbers, I forgot what they were, That i that's how you catalog the, the kongjer, those numbers, uh, so anyone who knows cataloging would know where to find that if they heard those numbers, so that was the reason Rinpoche had me point those numbers out, um, so Uh, So look there. As stated above, this text says, the spirit of enlightenment is like the seed of all uh, the Buddha qualities. And it also states the spirit of enlightenment is like a summary because it includes all the bodhisattva deeds and aspirational prayers. Uh, So we see the seed of all the Buddha's qualities. Um, We went over many times in the medium stages of meditation by um, Kamala Shila. Where Kamala Shila um, states that the spirit of enlightenment is the seed or the cause for the omniscience, um, so it speaks of uh, it being the basis for the arisal of omniscience itself, which is the one of the bodies, if you will, of a Buddha. So the arisal of omniscience uh, is comes about from this spirit of awakening. Um, so it says is the seed of all the Buddha qualities. Um, so uh, we find many examples um, in texts besides this and besides the sutras where this is stated. <laughs>
1: What the lajaji beside you Ni? Don't. Okay, so uh,
0: according to Jayan Sheba, um, so going back to that other commentary, what we use in the four interwoven commentaries, uh, we go back now, we, had, we spoke that under that major heading, the training and the precepts that cause you not to weaken your spirit of enlightenment in this lifetime. We have four categories, so right now we're in the category of training in the precept to recall the benefits of the Spirit of Enlightenment in order to increase the strength of your enthusiasm for it. So Jayan Shaba says in that first category there are two sections. The first section is the establishment of the Sutra, of the Scripture, and then what it says or what's presented uh so uh these are the two categories so the first category is the scripture, and the second category is what's presented in it um so uh that's uh those are the two categories that Jayan Sheba says we can break what we're currently reading down into so Rimbache'll divide it they'll show us where those break points are
1: Dixon. <laughs>
0: So, this would all that we've reading so far falls under the
1: scripture. the I don't know. I do Okay. know. Chu Chu I <laughs> 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 the Nipa? What you know, the giant shape, the Nipa, 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 the the, thick...
0: the, Nipa Nipa,
1: Nipa, Nipa. Thumbu, the giant is giant <laughs> loan le son said ça the de the matawa to Telejan, lange yeah 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 Chantou she is a Jeb, she she a Jeb, she is a Jeb, she is in but darer. Shanju de Saint, Lantanje, Ned Duby, Don't do some base, Shanju Sande, Tebachemi Long Duby, Ned Amasoya Yores, Shanju Saint. And then don't sons What about Jijana?
0: Okay, so when we look at the commentary by Jayan Sheba, uh, the break is so the establishment of the Sutra is this. Think about the benefits of the Spirit of Enlightenment after you have either researched them in the sutras or listened to them from your guru. They are explained in detru- detail in the Array of Stalk Sutra, so look there, period. So that's where the f- establishment of the scriptures, so that's the first category. The second category, as stated above, this text says. So what does the text say? Uh, so number category number two. Um, it says... The spirit of enlightenment is like the seed of all the buddha qualities so we it's like the seed or the cause of all of what uh, arises in the um, all that arises that is buddha and it also states the spirit of enlightenment is like a summary because it includes all the bodhisattva deeds and aspirational prayers and it is a summary in the sense that everything is compiled into a brief indication although there are endless Detailed explanations of the parts. Like a summation of these parts, it is said to be a synopsis which brings together the key points of all the bodhisattva paths. Uh, so, uh, again, this is speaking of the um, spirit of enlightenment. So, in, in saying that it's like a summary. So, when we say strengthening the spirit of enlightenment, as a translator's note, when we talk about strengthening the spirit of enlightenment, Well, how can that be? I've already generated it. Well, the spirit of enlightenment is a summary of all that happens till you're a Buddha, and then your bodhicitta still remains as a Buddha. So it's when we say strengthening the spirit of enlightenment, it's speaking of, it includes all the bodhisattva deeds and aspirational prayers. So everything related to that when using that word spirit of awakening. Um, So... Uh, that's the reason that it is uh, so um, uh, potent, that word is really potent uh, because of what it implicitly is referring to.
1: Deeksome Rimache. That in Go to Nineteen nineteen okay. nineteen do 샤주 <laughs> 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 نیے د ने लात में सामाजिक शार्ज़ाई शार्ज़ाई चानकरेंस यहीं तो अपने जो आस वह दिन भर है तब नेपाल में भी सोना जो यूनिवर्सिटी में भाग रहा हमें didn't and the to you a not <inaudible> Saint okay. go. go. Ah, mm. okay.
0: So, long, okay. Um, so, we have those two categories, um, and Jayan Sheba says that the, um, there are nine categories within the second category. Uh, so, there will be nine points that are made. Uh, so, let's just start. Um, so, the benefits mentioned in the Bodhisattva uh, levels are those of the aspirational spirit of enlightenment. And let me double check to that, about the nine, where those nine, the, the Yangtze Surinang, the Ewa Ni,
1: they Lung Dang. Ewa Ni, the second daughter, Shangsa Le, Shangsa Le, Pheon Son, Yeah, they, Pheon Sa Ji, Okay. Shangsa Le, Shangsa Le, Pheon Sa Ji, 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 Shall so. so. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, so we'll do it, Tushyana. <laughs> All right,
0: uh, so I've got the outline now. So uh, so now we have the two major headings that we talked about, the scripture and then the what's presented in the scripture. Okay. So that's, those, that's different than what this next outline has to do with, so, and I'll show you why. Uh, so we're still in number two of what this, the scripture presented uh, section, uh, so it says the benefits mentioned in the Bodhisattva levels. So this is a text by uh, Master Asanga, and uh, the Shansa Panchan Jugo <laughs> Jugo <laughs> the Shansa Jugo <laughs> Gare. Then the Tambo Chiran. the Shansa.
1: Shansa. The Shansa Pinyin Song, but Shanshu Sheng Pinyin Then Cheren Jugo Jugo Oh, okay.
0: Okay. So there are 19 chapters uh, or sections that we find uh, in the Bodhisattva levels. Uh, so Rinpoche is mentioning that. It's a text by Master Asanga, and we find 19 sections uh, in that uh, text. Uh, so, or 19 points, uh, sections. Uh, so it, it says the benefits mentioned in the bodhisattva levels are those of the aspirational spirit of enlightenment. So when we divide bodhicitta or spirit of enlightenment, we divide it into two categories. Aspirational spirit of enlightenment or aspirational bodhicitta and engaged spirit of enlightenment or engaged bodhicitta. The mindset or mind state that wishes to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings without a bodhisattva vow is aspirational bodhicitta, aspirational um, mind that aspires to awakening. So the, having the mind that wishes to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings, but having not taken a vow makes that kind of bodhicitta aspirational. As soon as one, from the platform of that wish, takes a bodhisattva vow, at that point, and from that point forward, that spirit of awakening is called engaged spirit of awakening. So if one is a bodhisattva and has taken a bodhisattva vow, his or her bodhicitta from that point on will always be engaged bodhicitta. It will never be it won't be called aspiring bodhicitta again. It will always be called engaged bodhicitta. So this text here is saying that the benefits that you're going to see mentioned in the Bodhisattva levels are only referring to the benefits of that aspirational mind, which doesn't have the vow involved. So it's saying if you're looking through texts and you find these in the the Bodhisattva levels, make sure you know that those benefits are referring to the benefits of aspiring Bodhicitta and aren't aren't mentioning the benefits of the engaged bodhicitta, which would be even more, more benefits. Um, so it's just differentiating between the kinds of bodhicitta and, and showing that the, the, there are even more benefits you'll find than the ones just for aspiring bodhicitta. That text states two benefits for the first stable generation of the fir- spirit of enlightenment. Becoming a pure field for accumulating merit and becoming fully endowed with protective merit. Uh, so these, these are the two categories that are the next two categories uh, in the Sheba outline. Uh, so this is where we now find a new part of the outline. Um, so here it says the text states two benefits for the first stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment. Um, so it's talking about the Bodhisattva levels, and it's saying in the Asanga's text, it says that there, the minute that you generate bodhicitta. The moment that uh, the mind that aspires to enlightenment occurs, these two benefits occur at the same time. Uh, so Sheba says that the second category, um, which is being fully endowed with protective merit, has nine points. Um, so uh, let me read now up to that. The first benefit, becoming a pure field for accumulating merit, is as follows. Uh, as engaging in the Bodhisattva's deeds states, and are revered both in the worlds of humans and deities. So that is citing the quote from the Avatara from Shantideva's Guide to the Bodhisattva Way of Life that we went over before. The moment an awakening mind arises, and those fettered and weak in the jail of cyclic existence, they will be named a child of the Buddhas, and will be revered by both men and gods of the world, Humans and gods of the world; it should be translated, it should be, be revered by humans and gods of the world. So, humans and gods, no matter where this being is in cyclic existence, will prostrate to that being, uh, will bow down to that being who is now called Bodhisattva, now called Child of the Buddhas. Um, and it says, and you become an object of worship for all living beings immediately after you have developed the spirit of enlightenment. So the the time frame that the guide to the Bodhisattva's way of life is talking about and the time frame that the Bodhisattva levels is talking about are precisely the same time, the moment you get bodhicitta. So the the benefits that are mentioned in the Bodhisattva levels are referring to the same time that you become revered by all gods and, and humans. Um, so these are... These two aren't the only ones, but um, they are um, ones that are mentioned that happened at that moment. So it says, immediately after you have developed the spirit of enlightenment, in accordance with the statement that immediately after developing the spirit of enlightenment, you surpass all the great arhats in terms of your lineage, you become superior and highest. Even when you perform a small meritorious action, it gives forth limitless effects So you are a field for accumulating merit. As all the world relies on you, you are like the earth. Thus you are like a father to all living beings. Um, And and, uh, So it's because the world relies on you. You've taken a vow to become a Buddha for all beings in all realms. So they're all relying on you because you are the one who said, I will save you all. So everyone, once you say... I'm becoming a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. That's a statement that sound is doesn't sound as gravit have as much gravity as it does, and it means that now you know the all beings rely are relying on you to t- to save them. Uh, so this is what it means. As all the world relies on you, you are like the earth. Um, thus, you are like a father to all beings. Um, so. Uh, this is the first benefit. And now we get into the second benefit. And the second benefit, Jayan Sheba says, we'll find nine points within it. Okay. Yeah. Then Rima Chai, then the the then Da Jumba, the the
1: then Khandre. the do the
0: Oh, oh, less so, less so.
1: And, le, uh,
0: Also, we find. I was just asking Rinpoche about the, uh, surpassing the Arhats, is that referring to only Hinayana Arhats? And he said, we'll get into it later. It, it has to be, because a Buddha Arhat already has it. So it must mean those Hinayana Arhats in terms of lineage.
1: I've I've got got
0: so the 12th, Rinpoche is saying, we find the benefits of. The mind that aspires to enlightenment in our prayer book. If you turn to the lamp for the path to enlightenment, the twelfth stanza, uh, and it's on page <laughs> it's on page twenty-five, um, and we find the benefits uh, begin on stanza twelve.
1: What <laughs> to So
0: now we'll look at these uh, stanzas uh, in order to learn about the benefits. So it begins, at stanza
1: 12. <laughs> Messing a parent, some barbar. The <laughs> you would, eh? Dull bonn. The lune, she's one and the <laughs> low. The Maluba you and then Tampa. Saju Now by Sheba Shelas. <laughs> Saju sent parents of you sent door. Yana Yato. Send the Jebashas. Pens Je So we begin with stanza number 12,
0: and stanza number 12 is speaking of of that moment where the mind that aspires to enlightenment or the spirit of awakening, bodhicitta, is generated. Um, so it says, the qualities of developing such an aspiration are fully explained by Matre in the array of uh, Trunk's Sutra. So that's the same text um, that Lama Tsongkhapa is referring to um, in the, the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, the text that Rinpoche pointed out earlier. Uh, so it's the same one that's being cited in the lamp for the path to enlightenment as well. And it says having learned about the infinite benefits of the intention to gain full enlightenment by reading this sutra or listening to a teacher, (coughs) arouse it repeatedly to make it steadfast. So either learn about these benefits by reading the sutra or other sutras that have these benefits. So it's pointing out a specific sutra where we can find those benefits. So either do that or listen to a teacher, a fully qualified teacher give an explanation of those benefits. Um, And then Think over and over again about those benefits that you've read about or heard about, and then it will become solid within your continuum. So it will (coughs) become steadfast. It will will become stable once you think about it again and again and become familiar with it. It will become a stable part of your knowledge. Um, It says then, the sutra requested by Viradatta. So here, this is another famous sutra that's quoted very frequently in this verse quoted very frequently. Uh, It says, fully explains the merit therein. At this point in summary, I will cite just three verses. If it possessed physical form, the merit of altruistic intention would completely fill the whole of space and exceed even that. If someone were to fill with jewels as many Buddha fields as there are grains of sand in the Ganges to offer up to the protector of the world, this would be surpassed by the gift of folding one's hands and inclining one's <laughs> mind to enlightenment, for such is limitless. Uh, so uh, we'll take a short break and uh, have tea, snacks, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Congo have more categories. We
1: don't have enough of those. Less of. So. So Pie hundred Bemle. And the Pi Trobo Napja? ngaja, Bremel Naja. hundred Bemle. Compugu? Beijing, Beijing second, she dug Beijing yes, And Oh less so. Less so. Less so.
0: so the sutra requested by Viradatta, uh, Viradatta was um, someone during the time of Buddha who could be similar in terms of wealth to a king. He was someone who was very wealthy, and he was friends with, um, the word for impachy is friend, with 500 families in the area. So um, the Viradatta made a request to Lord Buddha to come and give a discourse to this, it sounds like a um, village. He was the head of a village or something like this. So this, this 500 families that he was friends with. So he was very wealthy and he invited Buddha to come. And there are, when the Buddha's teachings are divided into many categories, there are Hinayana teachings, lesser vehicle teachings, and Mahayana teachings, great vehicle teachings. And Viradatta specifically said he would like a teaching or discourse giving on the great vehicle uh, teachings. Um, so he requested Lord Buddha to come and give an explanation of, of Mahayana um, to this village or this, these people. And that... This Sutra is the teaching that Lord Buddha gave um, to Viradatta and that group, to that assemblage. Deek,
1: Ramache. As you Less so. I have been Less, Less. Lesser. na to Less so. Less so.
0: so it's so clear what the Buddha is saying. So when he was requested to give this explanation, this is what the one of the points that Buddha made about the great vehicle, about the Mahayana. So the uh, mind that aspires to enlightenment is the only entrance into the Mahayana, just as stated before. Um, so this is what the Buddha said um, to this uh, village. If it possessed physical form, so the sutra requested by Viradatta it fully explains the merit therein. At this point in summary I will cite these just three verses. So these are what, this is what the Buddha said. If it possessed physical form, the merit of the altruistic attention, would completely fill the whole of space and exceed even that. So we know that the mind that aspires to enlightenment isn't form. Um, so it's saying, if it were, if it were magically turned into form, it would fill more than the space that you we have. And so it's trying to say the magnificence or the greatness of it. It's saying that it, we don't have enough space to hold that amount of form so it says it would fill the entire the whole of space and exceed even that so even more than space we have so there's not enough space to hold bodhicitta if it turned into a form so that's the greatness if someone were to fill with jewels as many buddha fields as there are grains of sand in the ganges to offer to the protector of the world so if someone took that many jewels, <coughs> gold, and, and, and were to be able to gather them all together and, and, and offer them to the Buddha, it says that that gesture wouldn't be as potent or as important as this would be surpassed by the gift of folding one's hands and inclining one's mind to enlightenment for such is limitless." So it's saying generating that um, mind that wishes to become a Buddha for the sake of sentient beings, and and so the generation of that mental state surpasses in terms of merit that previously stated offering that's so vast. Um, So it's just showing the potency of the mind that aspires to enlightenment, of the motivation of working for others. It's
1: showing the potency of that motivation. <laughs> And a that's what i i Sata was a town house and dome. things? A marble. Ah, she is شانچو سنت جول جماد تا تو نتیودن راه سه جد در جونگا سعی نمی‌کنه غریز، ریجی گونه سریجی گونه سعی نمی‌کنه باز نیو Tabatuna, and Amazon Madro. and the Sagina of the race. Rid you going to say you know, boss. Rid you going going to say you okay. okay. know okay. about there. Sat number 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 Jabba, number two. Sat Dubal Matu, a Lugon is a citizen in your resina. Satuba to be causal. Don't to panjobatan, said down, you grace. Satubicoso, don't ye and a then there's a
0: So we're going back to the text, um, and it says that uh, the benefits mentioned in the bodhisattva levels are those of the aspirational spirit of enlightenment. The text states two benefits for the first stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment. One, becoming a pure field for accumulating merit, and two, becoming fully endowed with protective merit. Uh, so these are the two categories. In the first category, we went over extensively, where once you generate this mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, you become uh, a, a uh, son of the Sukha- a child of the Sukatas, a child of the Buddhas, and will be revered by both gods and men. So. It says, the first benefit becoming a pure field for accumulating merit is as follows. As engaging in the bodhisattva deed says, and are revered both in the worlds of humans and deities, Yes, yeah, see here it says humans, not men, you become an object of worship for all living beings immediately after you have developed the spirit of enlightenment. In accordance with the statement that immediately after developing the spirit of enlightenment you surpass all the great arhats in terms of your lineage, you become superior and highest. Um, so we we look at, there can be two categories. Um, it, it, we, there is it, it, um, realization in terms of your, um, so it would just be in terms of lineage would be the first category, and the second category would be in terms of, it's almost like I'm gonna need to look this second one up, some of the details within it, uh, but in terms of realization, or in terms of mental aptitude, Lose, I know what the Tibetan is. I have a dictionary to look it up, but I don't want to waste time here. Um, but So what this means is that at the moment that that being generates the mind that aspires to enlightenment, he or she becomes a child of the Buddhas, becomes a lineage within the lineage of the Buddhas. A Hinayana Pho destroyer whether he or she is a hearer Pho destroyer or a solitary realizer pho-destroyer, pho-destroyer is an arhat. So whether he or she is a Hinayana arhat, uh, I mean a hearer arhat, or a Prachika Buddha um, arhat, it doesn't matter. Once one gets bodhicitta, he or she is in the lineage of the Buddha, and that lineage is a higher lineage than the lineage of, of a Hinayana, because that, as a translator's note, that lineage ends only has the potential to allow you to achieve nirvana. You can't become a Buddha with that lineage. The lineage that you enter when you generate bodhicitta is the one that allows you to achieve Buddhahood. So your lineage at that point surpasses even an arhat of the Hinayana vehicle's lineage. So that's what it means. So There are in terms of lineage and in terms of realization. Now where in terms of realization we find a differentiation taking place is at the seventh bodhisattva ground. And at that point, at the seventh bodhisattva level, the Mahayanist, Rinpoche is saying, it's something about the direct valid cognition of emptiness that occurs, has some somehow, it, it is more potency at that point than anything that the Hinayanist uh, has realization-wise. <coughs> And I've got, I'm going to need to look it up. It's why they call the last three Bodhisattva grounds the, the three pure grounds, because those grounds, they have qualities arising that surpass the Hinayanists. And that's what those allows them to become a Buddha, is those gaining those extra qualities that the Hinayanist doesn't have. And those happen on those, those grounds, those pure grounds. So I need to look up. Uh, Rimache is saying there's a direct, valid cognition that takes place... Uh, um, I just need to look it up. I don't want to mistranslate something that important. Um, but there's differentiation in terms of lineage and in terms of realization. And the Mahayanas surpasses in terms of realization at that ground. The Hinayanas cannot realize what the Bodhisattva does on that ground. Their, their path falls short of that. Um, so, but in terms of lineage, um, the being at the point of getting bodhicitta surpasses even a being in nirvana. It's saying who's already lightened out of cyclic existence altogether, in terms of their lineage.
1: Digson, sabdhu. Uh, Luyu gunne sejinu abatna, riju gunne no abatna. Example teja yore. Jabib ho chijun the, chijun kano the. Lumbu kangalo riju gun sejinu abat es. Ko jabib bayindi. Lesso. Lumbu kangalo the sejinu de es. Lesso. Riju gun sejinu abat es. Luyu gun sejinu kolo lo mm. ne mm. Uh, so, rimichi is giving an example
0: uh, to clarify. In terms of lineage, so an example would be uh, if a child has a, a child, if a king has a child, um, then that child in terms of lineage um, has this um, not superiority, but has this king's lineage uh, because he or he is a ch- uh, a son of the king, so he has this lineage, but does not have these qualities doesn't have until he uh, the son the child goes and studies and learns and becomes educated, um, he or she doesn't have it, it in terms of uh, realization or understanding um, so I, I'm going to need to look up the exact word. I don't think it's realization. It can't be. In, in, term, it's, in terms of lineage is the direct translation, and I'm using in terms of realization, but it might be in terms of... Um, I'm going to just look it up. Lou. In terms of... I think everyone understands the meaning. That's the most important part. Uh, in, accomplishment. Yeah, maybe that's it. In terms of accomplishment um that's a way to translate it so the the child has immediately that when he or she is born this lineage of the king but no accomplishment
1: that's a way that's good it's good for me accomplishment this one what what oh, the Uh, and
0: so once one becomes it says that uh immediately after developing the spirit of enlightenment um so that is an actual point a turning point so you become a bodhisattva at that point And then we find uh, in the Abhisama Alamkara the Uh, Nishu Sa Gatsudue, Nishu Sa, the Semche, Nishu Sa, sa 21 types of Bodhicitta, (coughs) um, (coughs) 22 levels of Bodhicitta that are mentioned in the Abhisama Alamkara. Uh, So it begins with uh, ground then gold, then moon, then uh, stars. So these are all names of levels of, of, bodhi, of bodhicitta. Um, so sa is the first, the ground. So the, that's what it's saying. Immediately when you develop the spirit of enlightenment, when you reach that first place, not to be confused with the bodhisattva grounds, it's different. When you re- reach this first level called ground um, of the 22, you surpass at that point. And it says, as the world relies on you, you are like the earth. Um, so that's why the first um, of the 22 is called ground. That earth is just another translation for ground. Um, so sa, so earth. They're talking about the first of the 20. This, this right here, you are like the earth, is referring to the Abhisam Alamkara, and that's the first stage, earth or ground of bodhicitta among the twenty-two. So it says you're like the earth because you're a foundation. So the 22 levels of bodhicitta in the Abhi Alamkara. The first is earth. Thus you are like a father to all beings. Diksung, <laughs>
1: I never do now. So now, my name, you're my name, Nagy, so many bows, so many bows were there. And then, Chantu Saint Julie, you know, and then, खोल Jabo, Collegian, Say, sing, will college and some college child and on college college then, then yeah.
0: okay. okay, so um, the second benefit, being fully endowed with protective merit, is as follows. As you are always protected by, by guardians that are twice as numerous as those of a universal monarch, monarch you cannot be harmed by yaksas, or local spirits, even when you are sleeping drunk or careless. Uh, so it says that if you have this mind that aspires to enlightenment, um, you will always be protected, uh, even more so than a universal monarch would be. Um, so universal monarchs, uh, it says in um, uh, in texts that there are uh, these different universal systems. There's the golden universe, there's the silver universe, there is a Copper universe, and then there is an iron universe. So we're in our universe. We're in uh, the gold universe, um, and there are four continents in the gold golden u- universe: the north, south, east, west continents. Um, so. Uh, you see in the Mandala offering you find those different continents Charloup papo Lo Zambeling, John Dramenyen. those are the four continents that fall under the golden uh, monarchy. Uh, the silver monarchy there are three continents the copper monarchy there are two and the iron monarchy there are one um, so uh, the point being here, there are all of these monarchs and uh, monarchies in the worlds, in these various universes. And these aren't what we see, just as a translator. note. There's universes, boundless, limitless universes. And um, we're in this golden universe. And what it's saying is that uh, once you generate this mind, you can imagine those monarchs, what kind of protector and guardians they must have, you'll have more. So that's the point that it's being made. You'll have more guardians than a universal monarch. Um, and then the monarch, universal monarchs are explained in those four different categories and ruling over these, uh, what is it, a total of seven, eight, nine,
1: ten different lands. That what the name of the song what <laughs> so so the the first cal- <laughs> yeah. so the So f-
0: that is the first category. Remember, we said there were nine categories. What I just read. Uh, So I'll do it again. The second benefit, being fully endowed with protective merit, is as follows. As you are always protected by guardians that are twice as numerous as those of a universal monarch, you cannot be harmed by excess or local spirits, even (coughs) when you are sleeping drunk or careless. That's category number one among the nine. The second begins here. Secret mantras and knowledge mantras that can cure... epidemics, injuries, and infections, but are not effective in the hands of living beings become effective when the (coughs) the stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment uses them." Um, So if you have this mind uh, uh, that aspires to enlightenment, mantra works. It's basically saying tantrayana doesn't work without bodhicitta. So you aren't able to generate any of the stages. So we divide that tantra, we divide it into four categories. We say there is uh, action tantra, performance tantra, yogic tantra, and highest yoga tantra. And then the lower tantras, we find the yoga with and without signs, and the higher tantras, we find the generation and completion stage practices. All of those practices and the mantras contained within them require this generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment in order to work. So, this is the second point that bodhicitta becomes indispensable <coughs> in terms of mantra, tantrayana, because it requires
1: it. <laughs> No, but now, now go. to to then the Shivala, Tembe. do the new ones. One the case with
0: the case the 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 Tambo, then the Summa, gatsu Ropache.
1: Nipa. You Never know, the rase the you know, it sanga da I was told that the 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 Nengo lana Ruban jona, rubat aje mes, <laughs> si gue ayuh maris. <laughs> Dene shewala suvi le, si le, ji le, wong le, travel le, wadusukang shanzu sen duitana, si le ane ceriwa suona ji balas shansa, the NGK the shansa le,
0: the dia detsko, niet sampai cik cik ni the NGK truk the trunka ja the yanja the tambo the nipa kabo kabiore the sanga nipa
1: to khuluji nipa
0: the tambo khuluji jelpo tambo
1: tambo ji nipa the sanga to se nipa ji ringa so mba ji ah le okay
0: i'm sorry uh, so the reason that I, I couldn't figure this out is that the second category in the, is just secret mantras. And then that was what I explained. Um, remember I, I, the, the yoga with and without signs, the generation completion stages, all of those. Um, and then knowledge mantras. That's the third category. That's why I couldn't figure out where... It, I was looking for sentences to stop and start, and it's just not the way the outline is. So... Uh, the third category is the knowledge mantras that can cure epidemics, data, data, injuries, and infections, but are not effective in the hands of living beings, become effective when someone with a stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment uses them. Why, why mention the mantras that do work uh, when used by living beings? Okay, so that. The um, Sumba?
1: Sumba, then Shansa? Never tear. and NO, so the Okay, they were in Tranca Gare. Ah, they were in the neighborhood. They were in the the okay.
0: Two okay, so the knowledge mantra section is quite large. So um it actually keeps on going here. So knowledge mantras that can cure epidemics, injuries, infections, but are not effective in the hands of living beings become effective when someone with a stable generation of the spirit of enlightenment uses them. Why mentions the mantras that do work when used by living beings? The bodhisattva levels teaches that when your spirit of enlightenment is stable, you also accomplish the collections of actions, (coughs) pacifying and so forth. Now, here it says the bodhisattva levels, but in, I'm looking at the the Tibetan here and it says Shivwala Rimache Shivala ga- Suribe sure Shandra Shita <laughs> <She says>, Shivala <laughs>
1: Shunju <laughs> Sha- Shansa this <laughs> Shivala Shuba Shivala gar Namaba <laughs> Oh, Shiwa.
0: Okay. Oh, Okay. Shiwala. Okay. 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 I was just another example of words that sound exactly the same but mean two different things. Um, uh, so it's correct. Uh, so the Bodhisattva levels teaches that when your spirit of enlightenment is stable, you also easily accomplish the collections of ac- actions, uh, pacifying, and so forth. Um, so we, uh, there are the uh, lay There are four
1: categories. Dog and but want to son Lesson.
0: So if, uh, if you um, <coughs> have this, uh, then you will easily, here it says, accomplish the collections of actions. So the collections of, a- there are various actions of pacifying, subduing, increasing, and, and violent, or um, uh, the word violent is sometimes, uh, the other way they translate it is um, uh, wrathful, so the wrath, violence, wrath. Um, so the actions of pacifying, subduing, uh, increase uh, the, uh, the, uh, of increase and of wrath. Uh, so these things will be increased. Uh, and this and again, as uh, just as a translator's note, obviously the Buddha is incapable of anger. So wrath is a virtue in this case. It's a, is a virtue. It's not a non-virtue. So it's considered. You're, you're trying to increase your wrath, but it's not the kind of wrath that we're speaking of. It's a wrath uh, that's beneficial. Um, as a tra- as just as a note, protector deities are wrathful. They have wrathful looks to scare off the afflictions. Uh, so wrath uh, is to harm afflictions, to harm your non-virtues, going to war on your non-virtue. It's that kind of wrath. Um, uh, so uh, pacifying and so forth. So,
1: you, if you have this, you will also quickly ordinary special. Then, Sumba Kabar Sash. the i i do i it. i and then and
0: Okay, so if the still in number three, so if you have this, you also quickly accomplish ordinary spiritual attainments. Wherever you are staying, there will arise no fear, no causes of fear, no famine, and no harm from non humans, and will, you will quell those who those that have already happened.
1: I the I to get the the same to get the same the same to Raji, Trabu What Okay, so number four
0: also. After death, you will have little trouble, and you will be naturally healthy in your next life. Even if some harm does arise, it will not last long or be, se- be severe.
1: Chudamba,
0: so Chudemba Chubi, This The the we
1: cannot no longer utilize the Além из-за действий competitors'. This is our person in charge of withdrawal theory on human so. And
0: number five, when you engage in the welfare of living beings, giving teachings, etc., your body will not feel tired. You will not be forgetful, nor will your mind degenerate.
1: Raji, <laughs> to <laughs> Like now, it in the the the
0: Number six, if you are one who abides in the Bodhisattva lineage, you naturally have few dysfunctional tendencies. Once you have developed the spirit of enlightenment, the dysfunctional tendency of your mind and body are extremely slight. So once you generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment, um, then you these dysfunctional tendencies uh, are lessened to the point of almost eradicated. They still may be there, but they're they're very slight, uh, if they are at all. And bodhisattva lineage, what, what distinguishes that lineage is great compassion. Uh, so the great compassion for all is the distinguishing factor of the great vehicle or bodhisattva lineage it's it it's the great compassion so uh it 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 says that all of these negativities once the mind that aspires to enlightenment is generated um become lessened to the point of slight so it says the mind and body are it's just dysfunctional tendencies of your mind and body are extremely slight
1: dixon the <championships> by干- right, <ramwan festivals> <confers> well, in सिंदु they Chambalasuba Uh, Number seven, Uh,
0: you are patient and gentle, so you see others hurting each other, you are very disple... If you see others hurting each other, you are very displeased. You seldom give rise to anger, jealousy, deceitfulness, concealment, and the like. If they do arise, they are not intense, they do not last long and quickly disappear. So. Even these negative qualities, even though they are still maybe, even though they still may be present, um, when they do arise, they arise in a very subtle way. And they're easily destroyed or easily thwarted when they do arise if you have this generation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, It's because you have this patience and gentle aspect nature that. works against jealousy deceitfulness content, concealment etc so the 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 basis of your uh, motivation is antagonistic to those things so that's why these things only arise in small forms because they are antagonistic to your main objectives
1: okay wow would choose the And Naso and I knew the Taduk uh, so number eight, it is difficult for you to be reborn in the
0: miserable realms. Even if you are <coughs> reborn there, you will quickly be, get free. Even while there, your suffering will be slight. Because of it, you will be very disenchanted with cyclic existence and generate compassion for the beings there. So once you generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment, you are such a holy being. It's very difficult for you to be reborn into the lower realms for your karma to make make you force you into those positions. Um, But if you are, because of previous karma, you won't suffer as much as you normally would there. The duration of time won't be anywhere near as long, and it will actually enhance your renunciation while you're there and enhance your compassion because you will be able to generate for the other beings that are suffering around you. Um, So even if you do have to experience it, it will become a tool, um, and your suffering won't be... As extreme as those around you because of that.
1: That's number eight. Mm. Less so. Less so. Sanjo <laughs> sanju Chatan, Machu Batans, the so this is in number nine. If the spirit of merit
0: of the spirit of enlightenment were to take form, it would not even fit into the sky, nor does the merit of making material offerings to the Buddha equal even a mere portion of that. The questions of the householder Viradatta Sutra states. Uh, So here we are again, uh, the same quote, same sutra that Atisha quotes in The Lamb for the Path to Enlightenment. Uh, And we read it, and Rinpoche explained it, but here we hear it again. If whatever merit there is in the spirit of enlightenment had form, it would fill the entire vault of the sky and then exceed it. Were someone to fill the Buddha realms with jewels as numerous as the grains of sand of the Ganges and offer this to the protector of the world, Far superior is the merit in the offering of one who, joining his or her hands, reverently generates the spirit of enlightenment. There is no limit to the merit in this.
1: Thank
0: <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, so we're out of time. Uh, so we'll do the concluding mandal offering and dedication prayer. Thank you very much, everyone. I said, rimche. thank you. It's so clear. These College
1: teachings the, and so
0: helpful. Rimchi said, Everyone listened yeah. so well. Thank you for being listening so well. Yeah. Uh, so, with concluding mandal offering, dedication prayer. Anyone who's new, I don't think, uh, back of the prayer book. Fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers. Adown with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this is a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. Whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. <laughs> that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avalokiteshvara Tenzin Gyatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kinsir Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. ji rim che shapi